Welcome to Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean of SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com. Streaming live every week at this time. And this program also becomes a podcast available for free on demand anytime. I explore the world of spirituality, comparative religion, meditation, mysticism, and books especially focusing on the great schools of spirituality, Pythagoreanism, Platonism, Kabbalism, or Kabbalah, Gnosticism, Sufism, and especially the Sants of India, the Path of the Masters. The Masters of the East, Christian mystics as well sometimes, the saints and mystics, and especially the path of the masters. Today my focus is one of my favorite saints of somewhat recent times, not too recent though, Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad, India. Baba Devi Sahib used to wear black, kind of a Johnny Cash goth look. He wore black. I wear black most of the time myself. For some reason, I'm drawn to that. And I'm drawn to Baba Devi Sahib. I enjoy very much his teachings. And the fact that he was very fluent in Sufi poetry and teachings. He gave satsang discourses largely based on Sufi poet mystics, and he traveled to what nowadays is, since partition, on the other side of the border in Pakistan. He used to have many Muslim disciples, many Sufi Muslim followers. Actually, that's quite common in the Sant tradition of India for the Sangat to be made up of not only Hindus, but Muslims or Sufis. Sufism is very similar to Santmat. And many Muslims have been drawn to following various saints. For instance, earlier today I was reading this miraculous account of the resurrection of Guru Nanak. In one version of the account, Guru Nanak puts a sheet over his head and begins his morning meditation like he does every day and passes on while in samadhi or deep meditation. And his body disappears. His disciples eventually discover that he has passed on and they are in a kind of dilemma on how to arrange funeral arrangements without a body. In another version of the story, it goes like this, however. Underneath the sheet, the disciples found flowers. So the Hindu followers took half and cremated according to their custom, and the Muslim disciples or initiates, satsangis, took the rest of the flowers and buried according to their tradition. Interesting that some believe in the resurrection of Guru Nanak, And that story also conveys, illustrates so well that Guru Nanak had some Muslim followers. 
had some Muslim disciples. Many of these are Sufis. Sufism, as I mentioned, is very very much compatible to the teachings of the Sants. Both are expressions of Eastern Gnosis, Eastern Gnostic mysticism. Kabir, as well, had many Sufi saints uh, for followers, many disciples who were of Muslim, perhaps Sufi, orientation. And that's true throughout the centuries. Even to this day, some Muslim disciples, when they apply for initiation, might receive five mantras that are from the Sufi world. Five Persian or Arabic-sounding Sufi names as the mantra, their version of the five names. So there is a very long-standing tradition of uh, many saints of the East having Muslim disciples, Muslim followers, perhaps, of Sufi orientation. Baba Devi Sahib was devoted to Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras as his master, as his guru. But his circumstance of initiation is a bit different than it usually is, as he was very young when he first met Tulsi Sahib. I want to share with you today about the life and teachings of Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad. Baba Devi Sahib became a great saint after the time of Sant Tulsi Sahib. Sant Tulsi Sahib had predicted the incarnation of Baba Devi Sahib as a born yogi. His parents, without child and unable to have a child for a while, uh, sought out the blessings of Tulsi Sahib who predicted that a son would be born into their family and that he would be a great saint that in future would benefit many people. And Baba Devi Sahib was born into that family. At the age of two, when he was still essentially an infant, the parents brought the infant to be blessed by the family guru, Sant Tulsi Sahib. And Sant Tulsi Sahib touched the forehead of the infant and gazed into his eyes. Eye-to-eye -eye contact is a form of darshan. The gaze of the master is considered to be a great blessing in the Sant tradition and is a kind of initiation actually and sometimes uh, spiritual successors speak of a special gaze from the master that communicates a spiritual charge this was at the age of two when Baba Devi Sahib was too young of course for actual uh, instructions. But according to one master, 
Baba Devi Sahib's sister conveyed meditation instructions, initiation instructions to Baba Devi Sahib when he was old enough to receive that information, to kind of finish his initiation, if you will, because at the age of four, Tulsi Sahib passed on. So uh, Baba Devi was just too young to really, you know, learn from him, sit at his feet and receive teachings as such from him. So it's a, a bit different, a, an account of initiation. Uh, Baba Devi Sahib's parents passed on when he was very young, so his older sister raised him, and Tulsi Sahib instructed her to communicate initiation or meditation instructions to Baba Devi when he was old enough. So a very uh, blessed, miraculous, and unusual birth, incarnation coming into the world. This child is born into this family that's told that a saint has been born and they were they were trying to have uh, a child and couldn't and sought out the blessings of the family guru who said you will have a son and he will be a saint and then <clears throat> the family guru Tulsi Sahib blesses this uh, infant at the age of two instructs the sister to give him meditation instructions when he's old enough uh, Tulsi Sahib passes on Tulsi Sahib uh, dies when Baba Devi is still very, very young, but he receives the initiation instructions and, of course, was uh, blessed with that darshan at, at the age of two. And, of course, he grew up in the satsang, an interesting childhood to grow up into with a family uh, and relatives that are all followers of Tulsi Sahib, part of the ashram, and satsang, or sangat, the spiritual gathering, this community in Hathras, India, founded by Tulsi Sahib. He grows up in this environment. Eventually, Sir Swami is uh, the successor of Tulsi Sahib after he passes from the scene. And so this is a satsang or spiritual gathering at an ashram that has sadhus and masters and disciples or initiates, satsangis they're called, all meditating on a regular basis, very devoted to getting up early and meditating every morning at the ashram. And this is growing up. This is uh, entering the world. Baba Devi Sahib used to do meditation from childhood. Uh, he used to sit in a still pose with eyes closed for between two to three hours, according to the biography of Baba Devi Sahib. Family members were often surprised by what he was doing. Baba Devi didn't seem to be too interested in uh, childish things, activities, playing, and so on. When Baba Devi became about six years of age, his father, who was a teacher, uh, wanted to uh, get to him his education and found a tutor for him. And he is described as being very intelligent with his studies. And he would complete his homework in a very short period of time. And then after that, he would spend time pondering over 
matters in his mind. One day his teacher asked Baba Devi, What are you thinking every day at this time when you're just sitting pondering? Baba Devi replied, I have already completed your task, and if you are ready to understand me, I can tell you what I am thinking. Unquote. The teacher agreed. Then Baba Devi explained, My mind always tries to find out the secrets of the universe. What is this world? Who has created this and why? From where do we come? From where does the soul come and where will it go after death? Unquote. That's from the biography of Baba Devi Sahib. So this uh, sounds a lot like the accounts of other saintly children like the young Guru Nanak, uh, the infancy of Christ, you know, uh, the saintly child, Kabir growing up, you know, uh, very much along those lines, the, the saint when he was very young. Quite amazing, an amazing childhood, an amazing beginning to life. Now, when Baba Devi Sahib got a little bit older, in his uh, latter teens or early 20s, he moved to Agra. He had a, a satsangi friend by the name of Padma Das. I'm not sure if Padma Das was a follower of the Telsi Sahib group or was a Radhaswami, or perhaps both starting off in one community and then moving to Agra and joining the, the Radha Swami Satsang. In any case, according to the biography of Baba Devi Sahib, Padmadas took Baba Devi to Agra and introduced him to the guru there, Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram Bahadur of the Radha Swami Satsang in Agra. There, Padmadas narrated to Salagram Sahib about Baba Devi's story, his intensified devotion from childhood, the demise of his parents at a fairly young age, his firm determination and increasing intuition to spend his life as a yogi in a lonely place, in solitude. Hearing all of these, Rai Salagram asked Baba Devi, do you know the method of meditation which you want to practice in a secluded place? Yes, Baba Devi replied humbly. Then Salagram Sahib asked, From where have you learned this? Baba Devi said, I am a disciple of Sant Tulsi Sahib. He himself has blessed me. Then Salagram Sahib became very glad to hear it and said to Baba Devi that you are a member of my very own family because Sant Tulsi Sahib was my most reverend. Raiselagram further explained about the association of his guru or master, Shiv Dayal Singh, Sant Radhaswami Sahib, also known as Seth Shiv Dayal Singh or Swamiji Maharaj, and Tulsi Sahib's disciple, Gudhari Das. He disclosed that his guru, Shiv Dayal Singh Ji Maharaj, used to say that he had been greatly benefited with the association of Baba Gudharidas, a disciple and successor of Sant Tulsi Sahib. That's from the biography of Baba Devi Sahib. 
found excerpted in English online at the Sadguru Mehi website. So, yes, here uh, Baba Devi has been introduced by his friend and fellow satsangi disciple Padmadas to the guru of the Radhaswami faith at his ashram in Agra, Huzur Maharaj Rai Salagram, successor of Swamiji Maharaj of the Radhaswami faith. And of course, uh, uh, Salagram published a collection of hymns of Tulsi Sahib. Uh, this is like another branch of the same Sant Mat, another branch of the same tree. There's a, a close association. Shiv Dayal Singh's master, Swamiji's master, was Tulsi Sahib. And he was very closely associated, as it says here, with uh, a successor of Tulsi Sahib by the name of Gudhari Das. I've actually written an article on Gudhari Das, which was published in Sachkhand Journal. And, you know, he was another successor of Tulsi Sahib. And Padma Das introduces um, Baba Devi to uh, Salagram there, who says, uh, you're part of my family. You know, my guru was close to Gudhari Das, disciple of Tulsi Sahib. And, of course, Shiv Dayal Singh, or Swamiji uh, of Agra, was very close to Tulsi Sahib as well. So this is all kind of uh, a family, uh, another branch of the same family tree. Um, Baba Devi Sahib was following the Hathras method of Sant Mat meditation. The Radha Swami method is about the same, slightly different version. You know, the name Radha Swami is very prominent, has become a new mantra, a new name of God. There, so there's a, a slight difference. It's like a slightly different version of the same path there. And they got along fabulously. Uh, Baba Devi Sahib stays there in Agra as the guest of Salagram. Salagram, who was in charge of the post office, arranged it so that Baba Devi Sahib got a job with the Indian Postal Service. And for many years, uh, Baba Devi was there in Agra. As far as I know, uh, Baba Devi Sahib didn't really change to the Radha Swami method. I mean, in Baba Devi's teachings, you don't find references to the name Radha Swami as the new mantra, that sort of thing. So Baba Devi seems to have remained uh a practitioner of the form of Sant Mat he grew up with. The, he, he remained a, a Tulsi Sabi, if you will, or devotee of Tulsi Sahib, part of the Tulsi Sahib branch of Sant Mat, which uh, was based or emanated from Hathras. But he, at the same time, treated Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram as a master, as a guru, and uh, had much respect for him and what he was doing and his version of Sant Mat, the Radha Swami faith, based in Agra. 
After the break, more about the life and teachings of one of my favorite saints, Baba Devi Sahib of Maradabad. We'll get to the Maradabad part in the next segment. Stay tuned. Today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, the life and teachings of Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad, India. Just summing up what we've covered thus far, the parents of Baba Devi Sahib were without child, didn't seem to be able to have a child, were praying for a child, and sought the blessings of their family guru, who was the famous saint Tulsi Sahib of Harthras who says you will have a child and prophesies that this child will be a great saint and will benefit many people in the future. The child is born. Eventually the parents take the infant to be blessed by the family guru, Tulsi Sahib, who lays hands on on him, touches his forehead, and stares into his eyes. Receiving the darshan of the master, in the Sant tradition is seen as a great blessing. And sometimes eye contact between master and a soul is a significant thing. There is a belief that there can be a kind of spiritual charge communicated between master and disciple or student or soul to soul, essentially. And sometimes even a form of initiation through the gaze of the master, the stare of the the master. The eyes are the window of the soul, and it's considered a great blessing for someone to see the master, for the master to see them, to make this eye contact. And this is part of Baba Devi's unconventional initiation into Sant Mat. Tulsi Sahib instructs Baba Devi's older sister to communicate meditation instructions to him, to Baba Devi. When he gets old enough, the parents pass on and leave the scene early in the life of Baba Devi, and he indeed was raised by his older sister. And eventually he does receive those meditation instructions. Uh, Of course, Baba Devi was growing up in Hathras in the context of this spiritual community founded by Tulsi Sahib. A successor of Tulsi Sahib by the name of Sir Swami presided over this satsang, which was filled with sadhus and many devoted satsangis who meditated on a daily basis. An interesting way to enter the world, isn't it? And grow up. An interesting way to grow up. And Baba Devi has this sort of saintly childhood and spends time in meditation and seems to display spiritual knowledge. 
And then when he grows up, he gets introduced to Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram, Bahadur of the Radhaswami faith, Agra, uh, not too far away from Hathras. And he meets Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram and treats him as a guru. Baba Devi does have a lot of respect for Hazur Maharaj, although he continues to... Uh, he continues with the spiritual practice he learned in Hathras, apparently, and doesn't become a Radhaswami, doesn't adopt the name Radhaswami as the new mantra. He still seems to maintain his Tulsi Sabi version of Santmat, but has a lot of respect for Hazur Maharaj and spends some time there in Agra and treats Hazur Maharaj as a guru. Absolutely, no doubt about that. And Hazur actually arranges it so that Baba Devi gets a job with the Indian Postal Service. You know, Hazur Maharaj was in charge of the post office, so he could do that. And so for a number of years, he spent time there in Agra. Now, eventually, Baba Devi Saab moves to Maradabad and begins his own spiritual mission. After many years of meditation, he begins his own spiritual ministry or mission and eventually has an ashram based in Muradabad. It's It starts off as a small satsang and he stays in the homes of various uh, devotees. And eventually there's an ashram created in Muradabad. And Baba Devi did much traveling, as I mentioned, traveling to Pakistan and uh, in ver to various cities, discoursing on Sant Mat, the path of the masters. And one of those disciples of Baba Devi Sahib was Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, who became a, a famous uh, saint in the Sant tradition. In 1909, Maharishi Mehi met Baba Devi Sahib in Bhagalpur, in Bihar district, India. Maharishi Mehi, after receiving initiation from Baba Devi, whom he adopted as his spiritual master, was very deeply satisfied. Maharishi Mehi was uh, searching for a living master in Sant Mat and eventually discovers Baba Devi Sahib. Maharishi Mehi Paramhans continued practicing what Baba Devi Sahib had taught to him, and he composed many hymns that include mentioning the name of his guru, Baba Devi Sahib. Guru Baba Sahib propagated the secrets of Santmat. We were all marching ahead in darkness, not being acquainted with the inner secrets of Santmat. Guru Baba Sahib explained to us all about these secrets. That's a verse from Padavali hymn number 102 from the Padavali, the hymns of Maharishi Mehi Parmhans. Maharishi Mehi also says in another verse of poetry, Mehi says that these secrets of the saints lay concealed under various externalities and illusions. Due to Devi Sahib's grace, all these finally were revealed. That's from hymn number 71 of the Padavali. And this one is from hymn number 101. 
Maharishi Mehi always praises Baba Sahib, his guru, time and time again. Great praise to all the saints. In which manner will one pray to them? My mind is so very unclean and unexperienced. Saints, being the destroyers of sorrows, do away with worldly traps. They are the treasure troves of knowledge and meditation, highly proficient in the techniques of single-minded concentration and the yoga of sound. They propagate the same in plain language all over the world. Hail to the saints, sages, and saints like Buddha, Shankar, Ramanand, Goswami Tulsidas, Tulsi Sahib, Kabir, Nanak, Dadu, Sundardas, Sirdas, Ravidas, Jagjawan, Paltu. They are great benefactors, every one of them, delivering, liberating human beings from the fears of the world. Satguru Devi and other saints are also highly adorable. Maharishi Mehi sings of their magnificent and lies at their feet. From the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi. Stay tuned for more Spiritual Awakening Radio coming up. Life and teachings of Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. The ashram that Baba Devi Sahib founded in Moradabad, India, is still there. There is a video at Facebook that gives you a guided tour of this ashram. If you'd like to have a link to it, you can, at the end of today's program, listen from, from my text message number and email address. I can send you a link to this Facebook video giving you the tour of this old ashram in Maradabad, which is now under the supervision of Swami Vyasanand Ji Maharaj. As part of my ongoing research into Baba Devi Sahib, I sent him an email not too long ago and he replied back giving me some information and he said that Baba Devi Sahib came to him in a dream and wanted his books published again. And indeed, the Swami Vyasanand uh, ashram has published a couple of books in Hindi of the teachings of Baba Devi Sahib. I also feel a close connection to Baba Devi Sahib and I'm working on a PDF file, an ebook featuring the life and teachings of Baba Devi. And I've been in touch with a couple of masters seeking out details about that early encounter with Tulsi Sahib of Hathras the gaze, the blessing, the making someone into a kind of representative to communicate initiation instructions. Those early years I wanted to be very clear on before publishing this ebook, And that's holding me up a little bit right now. 
But the rest of the teachings are all available in English. The teachings part of Baba Devi Sahib, I have those already gathered up. Most of those were translated from Hindi into English by Pravesh K. Singh, except for an article by Amit Jyoti, who also published a discourse in English featuring the teachings of Baba Devi Sahib. And here are some samples, a sneak peek of what this e-booklet or e-book is going to be, what it's going to contain. This spiritual path and its destination is divine love. The remover of difficulties is the one spiritual teacher who has given you the secret knowledge, spiritual guidance, and experience. A passage from Baba Devi Sahib. It's great to have a spiritual teacher that you trust, enough to sit at their feet and receive initiation from. It's nice to be in that position where you do respect someone enough, value them enough, value their wisdom to that degree. Not too many people get to that point, but it's a great blessing if you, if you do, if you can. Baba Devi Sahib, we should understand that bhakti, or love, is the life of the entire universe. Love is the life or soul of the entire universe. The pathway to the liberation of the soul already exists within each one of us. God and love are one and the same thing. Another sentence, another verse of Baba Devi Sahib. The other music or sound is internal, and the way to listen to that sound is by focusing our attention on the internal shabda or sound which is ringing within each one of us. Shabda is a highly precious wealth in the life of every human being. So long as this shabda, this divine sound, is present, in a man, he is alive. As soon as the Shabda exits, it is the end of him. That particular verse of Baba Devi Sahib reminds me of something I was researching in the life of Swamiji Maharaj of the Radha Swami faith. As I shared earlier, Gudhari Sahib, another successor of Tulsi Sahib, uh, was a guru in the life of Swamiji and as he, as Gudhari was getting ready to leave the world his uh, uh, ability to hear the sound stopped you know he was getting ready to withdraw his soul was withdrawing from his body and he was on the way out but Swamiji didn't want him to leave just yet he wanted to delay the death of his guru or one of his gurus his main guru was Tulsi Sahib, but he was very fond of Gudhari Sahib as well. And so he helped to reconnect Gudhari back to the sound again, you know, to keep him around for a while. As Baba Devi Sahib says, so long as this Shabda is present in a man, he is alive. As soon as the Shabda or the divine sound exits, it's the end of him. The waves or vibrations of sound permeate the whole of the body. It exists in the body in the form of vitality or the life current. 
It exists in the mental sky in the form of light, while it exists as sound in the void. It is the highest duty of every individual to acquire experiential knowledge of this sound and to investigate or explore the origin or source from where this sound flows out, says Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad. To find out where the sound is coming from, of course, according to the teachings of Baba Devi Sahib and the saints, the sound comes from God. And so, very much like various accounts of the Big Bang or creation of the cosmos, in the beginning there was this sound, Shabda, Tao, Word, Logos, Om, Santi Sarmad, etc., and so the goal of Baba Devi Sahib's spiritual practice is to reverse that flow. In the beginning was the sound, okay. In the beginning was the word. So if we focus on that word, if we focus on that divine sound, it will lead us back to the source, which is God. And thus, this is the yoga of sound, the yoga of the sound current the yoga of the audible life stream, the yoga or meditation practice of the word. More Spiritual Awakening Radio after these messages. Life and Teachings of Baba Devi Sahib of Maradabad, India This week on Spiritual Awakening Radio He was a spiritual master in the tradition of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras the great saint of Hathras, India Maharishi Mehi Parmhans sang many hymns and, of course, included much praise to his spiritual master in his Padavali, or collection of hymns. This is another one of those hymns. After much wandering in search, I found my master at Moradabad. He spread the light, infinitely resplendent light of wisdom, the grief-stricken people mired in dark dungeons of ignorance began to smile with hope, finding a heartening savior in him. Baba Devi Sahib, the complete master of inner secrets, is a renowned name all over the world. Upon those who show even slight love for him, Baba showers infinite compassion May he, the humble servant, gratefully sings his glory. Actually, through this program and various blogs in English, posting teachings of Baba Devi Sahib, 
I've personally contributed to that spreading of his teachings around the world, making his teachings more available outside of India. This is a hymn composed by Baba Devi Sahib, translated into English for the first time by Pravesh K. Singh. Our Lord resides in all of us. He is so wonderful that though He pervades everything, yet He is separate from and transcends everything. It is not possible to see Him in His true state without meeting and learning the secrets from an accomplished Master. He is so blessed within whose body He reveals Himself. God is without form, color, and shape, so that the Vedas sing neti neti, meaning nothing in this creation is like or resembles Him. Baba Devi Sahib wonders as to how and in how many ways He should describe Him as God is indescribable beyond the faculties of speaking and hearing. God and Bhakti are one and the same thing. God and love are one and the same thing. One of my favorite sayings of Baba Devi Sahib. Baba Devi Sahib says, Without love you can't get anything done. And that's a a principle in this creation as well as in the world of within. If you love doing something, your job, your work, some task, some goal in the world, then there's a lot more energy available to you to accomplish that, right? And the same is true for meditation. If you love to meditate, you'll be spending some time paying attention to that as well. Love brings success, brings an energy and passion, a ruling passion to something. And without that love, you know, you're just limp. Nothing nothing happens. Nothing gets done. No energy, no ambition, no will, no desire, no focus, no attention. You know, without love, we are nothing. Without love, essentially. From the last sayings, the the final sayings of Baba Devi Sahib. He said, Do not live even a single day without inner meditation. When Satguru Baba Devi Sahib was nearing the time of his departure from this ephemeral world for his true destination, his devotees humbly requested him to bless them with his parting words. To their request, Baba Devi Sahib obliged them by saying, This world is an illusion. Practice meditation.
to receive a link to the Facebook video tour of the old ashram of Baba Devi Sahib at Maradabad. If you read Hindi, I know of some books of Baba Devi Sahib, including books discoursing on the teachings of Sufi masters that are available, but you have to read them in Hindi. You have to know Hindi for that to be useful information to you. Or if you'd like to receive a link to what I've placed online called The Essential Teachings of Baba Devi Sahib, English translations of all the key teachings of him that are available at this time in English, if you'd like to receive this, send me a text message at this number, 508-603-9381 or send me an email at this address, james at spiritualawakeningradio.com james at spiritualawakeningradio.com Visit my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. There's a donate button on my website to help support this radio mission. And it also supports my online blog and web presence as well when you do that. To access podcasts, you can do that from the website. And access Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, daily spiritual quotes by way of social media. This and more by visiting my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. Thanks for joining me today as we enjoy learning something about a great spiritual master of the East by the name of Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad, India. Thanks for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.